0: Welcome to the Elijah Streams Podcast. Our mission is to encourage you in your faith through a unique blend of patriotism and prophecy. And now here's your host, Steve Schultz.
1: Happy Tuesday, January 23. Welcome to the broadcast. Let's see, this is the day of the New Hampshire primaries, I believe. It's going to be an exciting day in the news. Fascinating. We have, uh, in just a few moments, we're bringing Dr. Jan Halper-Hayes to talk about all the things that are going on right now and give us a recap on... On how she's being used by the Department of Defense and her task force is fascinating. We're going to talk about uh, some of you may be new and you have not seen uh, Dr. Jan talk about how she came into this task force and what what she does for it. Uh, Fascinating. So we're going to tell some of that story. So uh, a couple things. We're going to run a quick spot on uh, the wells, uh, and then I'm going to. We had told you yesterday we're going to have. I think we told you. We told ourselves off camera we're going to do a quick video with um, Justice Enlo Keel, uh, who wrote that book. We got, we gave you a link. Hopefully, we'll give that link to you again today. Uh, and she's inviting you to an event. I think it's like a book signing book, um, uh, whatever they call it, a book celebration. We'll, we'll see how she says it in just a few moments. But here's that uh, a book lunch is what they're calling it, a book lunch party. So. All right. Well, here's that uh, the, the well spot to remind you of your generous giving. Here you
2: go.
0: We want to share with you what your donations are doing. This is Florence's story.
2: Initially, the leader of the village wanted a water source because he saw the need in the community. And when he reached out to us, she was one of the places that We visited her area and when we checked the place, there was no water that you could be able to drill a water source, a water well. And so she believed that the water well will be in this area. But with the surveyors, after checking everything, like there was no way. And she said, no, that water well is going to be in this place. So she took a step of faith. And she was listening to a pastor, and as the pastor was sharing, he mentioned something and said, if there is something that the enemy has taken away from you, it is a point to claim it back. And so she decided to hold the dirt from the ground and claimed the water well in that exact spot. After the surveyors had moved around the whole village and the Shomasi team, they definitely came back to the exact same spot and that is what the lord does she took a step of faith and now the community is being blessed by the water well that is in this area lives are being changed A number of people have given their lives to Christ exactly at this spot. She is a living like testimony. The water source is just exactly in the town center and everyone can come and drink from this very source. Clean, safe, and also receive Jesus. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. (laughs) So thank you so much.
0: Together, we can continue to bring clean water to those in need. Donate today at ElijahStreams.com slash donate.
1: I so love that story. I was telling someone about this a week or two ago, um, just a just a kind of a short tell relative through marriage, and I was telling the story, and I got to the part where she they said, no, there's no water, and she take, took to the dirt and said, you know, claim this spot, and I couldn't even get it out. The spirit hit me really hard, and it's like all of a sudden, I'm trying to t- finish the story. But, you know, Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And he's the same in the U.S. as he is overseas. If you um, put your faith out, he always responds to faith. Sometimes it looks a little different. Sometimes it looks the same. But he always responds to faith. He loves it. Without faith, it's impossible to please him, it says. So thank you so much for your uh, generous giving. Now, we're going to go ahead and run that spot uh, by Justice Enloe, inviting you to the book launch. They're out in the Franklin, um, Tennessee area. So let's see. I haven't seen the video, so here, it's just a one minute long. Here we go.
0: Hey guys, it's Justice in Low and I'm so excited to let y'all know that my book, Feminist to Feminine, Reclaiming the Value of Womanhood in God's Story, is now available through Amazon, as well as Restore7.org. Also, if you are a Tennessee local, I would love to invite you to come to the book release party this Saturday from 4 to 6 p.m. at the Landmark Booksellers in downtown Franklin. It's going to be an open house style book signing, and there'll be light refreshments. There will even be a henna Tattoo artist there, and my parents, Johnny and Elizabeth Inlow, will also be there. So we'll be signing books and um, taking pictures and all of the fun things celebrating this really big milestone i've been working on this book for years so i hope that you guys enjoy it and i would love to see you on saturday from four to six
1: awesome i hope you guys can go um that's i've been down to that that downtown area they last time we were in franklin they took us for a ride down there beautiful area. so all right it's time to bring in dr jan helper hayes here we go with jan (music) Jen, good to have you on today. Welcome. Now, you are a U.S. citizen, but usually you're in the U.K. Well, what's the long and short of how What you're sort of stuck for a few days? Is that right? Do I understand I, that right? I'm,
3: I'm grounded for 21 days, which started uh, five days ago because I didn't realize this. You know, I always talk about the city of London, the cabal, yeah. and Well, the city of London is in charge of Heathrow animal control. And they said they wouldn't accept my Shih Tzu's rabies certificate. So I then had to find an accredited USDA veterinarian to be able to fill out a nine page health certificate. My
1: goodness. Nine pages.
3: Nine pages. And since we, since Brexit, any bit of an EU animal passport is invalid. So fortunately enough, uh, I had a couple of places I could go. And my pup is very happy because there are two dogs here that he absolutely gets along with. and. Where I'm staying, it their house is so beautiful. It feels like a resort.
1: Wow. Well, you know, I'm an animal lover. Both Doreen and I are our dogs. And and you know what? When we when we take her to sometimes an overnight daycare, sometimes they're a week long on a few rare occasions, we pay a bigger price to have them. They got this program called Teacher's Pet where they take them out of there, have a nice roomy kennel, but they take them out let them sit beside they take him for four walks a day. Ridiculous attention, but you know it relieves us of guilt. We know that our <laughs> dog Gracie is really having a good time. So when she, when we take Gracie in, she doesn't even turn around to say goodbye. <laughs> She's so excited <laughs> to be there. You know how sometimes they say, "Why are you leaving me?" Right? But this right. yeah, yep. one's so, that's yeah. great. So well, listen. We want to jump in. I want to do some uh, re. Um, Review of how in the world you came to work for the Department of Defense on a task force. What does this do? How do you know who are the members and how is this information used for all the things we're talking about? So, can I just have you jump in? I know a couple places you're going to go, and I even have a clip when we get to that point or two, but go ahead and jump in there.
3: Okay, so my background is 35 years as. a corporate psychologist. In the last probably 10 years, I specialized in mergers and acquisitions, but what I always call is the soft side of it, meaning there's going to be a resistance to change, who should be the leaders from each of the companies, how will they come together, how are they going to execute the strategic rationale, the purpose for the whole merger, An acquisition. And uh, through the course of my career, I probably have consulted, trained, advised well over 30,000 executives, managers, supervisors. And basically, um, there are some that I have had a continuing relationship with. I could see that they had potential, or I just wanted to be a cheerleader behind them. Or I just wanted to know how well they were doing. And one of them is at the Department of Defense. And he called me up. And this was late 2018, early 2019. And he said, we're putting a task force together. I, I was clueless about a lot of things that we now know. So I really entered this with, okay, what? We know that there's misinformation, disinformation on social media. Yeah. But what we're really concerned about at first is getting a pulse of the nation. How have they responded to the big steal, the safest election that has ever happened?
1: Yeah, the safest. <laughs> <laughs>
3: um, you know, so so it, um, it it was really learning for me. Absolutely learning. There are 12 of us on the task force. We have a forensic accountant and we have a forensic anthropologist. Uh, the accountant, because sometimes we suspect that people are being paid and yet it de- they're not upfront about it. So okay. he investigates and that lets us know if we've got an instigator, an agitator, a saboteur to what degree, etc. Yeah. And we have a couple of very woke social psychologists. And they are really vital because I struggled. Uh, I struggled and struggled to how I, I just couldn't understand a liberal mindset. I know. <laughs> I, I, I tried. Oh, I can't tell you how many years I struggled. Books that I read, I was just trying to get there. And when they explained to me that, one, they don't operate from any kind of rational thinking or even reality.
1: Really? they're They're kind of telling you that?
3: Oh, yes. Oh, yes. They were explaining Whoa. this, but it's partially because how they have been educated. They have been educated to think their feelings tell them reality. OK. And if you're not in agreement with them, then the first option is to just wipe you out. The second is character assassination. And the third is cancel culture with heavy judgment. And that's the other part is that they there there are seven types of intelligence. The two as a psychologist that I really care about are intrapersonal, the ability to understand yourself, and interpersonal, the ability to understand other people. Well, I don't think that based on how the democrats or the liberals speak that they have either of those intelligence operating, because we well. If we I mean, think, yeah,
1: it's, it's making me wonder how do you guys get along? And I guess you're going to tell us you do get along.
3: Yes, because we do get along, but they're explaining the larger really? population. Yeah, and and within that. Um, because we laughed, I, I, I lost track of the thought that, um, it's all right. It'll, it'll come back. But, um, uh, so it it hasn't come back immediately, but let me give you the example from what was explained to me that, um, because they don't have a rational, I know what I was going to say. Thanks. All right it was because of the educational system. Okay. And the educational system reinforced that they should react and not think. Now, I have numerous times on your podcast and other podcasts said the most important aspect is our intuition. And you have to believe yourself, but that comes From whether it's a gut feeling, whether it's a physical reaction, that is what drives us. And then we do like a sound check, which is our thinking, our rational side. And so I've described it as it's like a car. It's already built. Everything is put together. And then the driver gets in. So is he going to turn it on? Check the oil. See if they have directions, where they're going, and then also this is where Satan can come in. Mm. When that self-doubt, when you say to yourself, Oh, I should have listened to myself, that that is a clear sign that Satan was around throwing you off. Okay. And and why it's so important to listen to yourself. Democrats don't have that, they just have emotions and they don't use their rational thinking to check things out so i have described if we were all in disney world you would find the conservatives on main street in adventureland and in frontierland but if you wanted if you wanted to find the liberals, you have to go to Tomorrowland or Fantasyland because that's <laughs> where they live.
1: And you, <laughs> and now you, you would have said this kind of example, of sitting around the table, right, or however. Yeah. You do your
3: well, when they explained it to me, it, <laughs> it it just dawned on me: what worlds do we live in? And no. they are only in Fantasyland and Tomorrowland and i grew up in la going to disneyland several times a year and had my grad night there so i'm very familiar with it
1: <laughs> i love it you know and i i grew up there too my my i met my wife 45 years now across the street from disneyland at the anaheim convention center love disneyland i used to say that the I haven't done this for a while but but uh that prophets sometimes lived in Tomorrowland and that's mainly where they did but we're adventuresome too so there's that adventuresome right we, we try not to be in fantasy land but anyway well <laughs> look, you you talked about the type of that's the kind of uh woke versus not woke talk about seers versus how if there's another oh. i don't know if there's a versus or Or the seer aspect. And you Uh, don't mean by this, excuse me, uh, you know, we don't mean a prophetic seer like someone says, I'm a seer. No. This is a a different seer.
3: Exactly. Um, So as my work has progressed. Yeah. um, uh, Sometimes early in the days after my uh, interview went viral, I described it as taking the temperature uh, because that was the easiest way but i really look for the almost universal mindset issues blocks encouragement openness and so i have categorized people mm. and the first at the top of this is what i call the what 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 was that <laughs> what I, I i i don't get that so you explain it. I I still don't get it. So it's just like, I tell people, forget it. Don't even try. Then the next are the ones that, well, that's a conspiracy theory. Immediately. It it won't even let you finish a sentence. Really? Oh yes. Um, In fact, I know someone personally and I had said, well, my brother had told me, I don't want to hear it. You said your brother is into conspiracy theories, um, so they just cut you off, you know, yeah. immediately. Then the next group, it, it's forked. So one side, there's a part of them that wants to wake up, but their ego is so strong they can't admit they were wrong. Okay. So they ask questions, and you think you're getting through to them, but then there's always that yes, but, yes, but, yes, but. And one of the things we used to say uh, when we were trainers is that if you were facilitating a group, if one person said yes, but to what you were educating or presenting to the group, you needed three attaboys after that of agreement (laughs) because a yes, but mentality brings a group down so then the other side of that are the people that are genuinely their eyes are opened and then it's a spectrum about how awake they are and 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 those people are very legitimate i get a lot of dms and i recommend to them that there are certain different podcasts, Elijah stream, Mel Kay in the beginning.
1: Yeah.
3: Because she explains really the cabal. If you want to understand the cabal, if you want to understand the spiritual war, Elijah streams. And then you can also go to a few others, but they are more on a daily news. And, and that doesn't really help. So you need to understand the spiritual war and you need to find the the people that are explaining that. And then
0: we get to a people, a category I haven't really named. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Streams podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, go to ElijahStreams.com slash give. I think
3: I'm going to call them the enthusiasts.
1: Okay. All
0: right. And, And
3: they... No, they have to do their own research. They're on it. Um, And they believe and they understand the difference between the evils and the spiritual war. I put all, anyone who's not in the spiritual war goes into my evils group. Um, and And then the most awake, I don't call them truthers. I call them seers because they have been at this for longer than seven years some of them for really? 15 years and they produce videos to educate people and their insight and I gain a lot of knowledge from them and they can be found on truth social and on X formerly Twitter
1: on your task force is it? Only to understand, so you know how to communicate to them. Uh, it must be that a lot, but I'm assuming you're giving this information to the Department of Defense, and you must get even to Trump somehow. But then, is the goal to to wake more people up, or to be able to just gauge when they are finally awake? What What would you say on that? Well,
3: all of the above, but it doesn't get okay. to Trump because one of the okay. things, one of the things about the Commander in chief, and um, him being in control and delegating it to the military and seven, excuse me, civilians. He needs to not have his finger in the pie.
1: Really? Okay. That's surprising. I I thought you would say it the other way around, like he really wants to know or something.
3: Well, wait. He can't be perceived as having his finger in the pie. Okay,
1: there you go. I got it. Yeah. Okay, that feels yeah. a little better going down. Yeah, exactly.
3: <laughs> exactly. Uh, and if he gets it, honestly, I have no idea. Um, we How we work together is that we will have Zoom calls. We will talk about what we've noticed, what we're thinking, um, what we think issues are, and... Everyone has a different perspective. And what's so great about that is that it then opens our eyes that when we go back to doing our work, looking at what people are posting on Facebook or Truth or Getter or X, um, even on LinkedIn, we get a sense of the national mindset and often... We get a glimpse into the international mindset because it really, the spiritual war has hit globally.
1: Oh, yeah. And is it then the Department of Defense, which I guess is the Pentagon, unless there's another way, they're needing this information oh. to understand their role? Would well, be, go ahead.
3: Um, one of the things about our security clearance okay. is that we live. As a silo. So even if I know someone on another task force, okay. I don't get to talk about what we're doing okay. and they don't get to talk about what they're doing. Okay. So we don't get to know who our chief boss I is see. sharing this information with, which honestly, we don't care yeah. because we know that we're giving Really yeah. good information. So, for instance, right now, I am critically focused on the amount of infighting that is blossoming negatively on social media. And uh, when it's been a people's movement historically, as it gets closer and closer to success, that's when infighting increases, because you've got the egos. You, I call it, you know, the peacocks are showing their feathers.
1: Okay. You know? Well, so, I heard you talking about that on, I think it was a Nicholas Venny, Vennyman. I'm not sure if I'm saying his last name right. I watch him from time to time. He's got a, great, a good show. But um, you're saying on that one that when some people... You know that there's people that have been there the whole way along. They've got a name. They've got. A, they know. Pe- people know them. And sometimes new seers sort of emerge, or maybe maybe they've just become open-eyed and awake. And all of a sudden, they're getting press. And just like human nature, then sometimes there's this right. That now it's almost a competition. Where right? I've been here the whole, whole long. Who are you to suddenly get these many thousands? I don't know. How would you describe what you're seeing?
3: No, that is definitely one sector of how people are reacting.
1: Yeah.
3: Um, Then you've got the Anons. And anyone that hasn't been part of the Anons that gets attention or is saying anything in line with the Anons, they're posting, well, we've been around. What, you know, and they just want to discredit whatever new voice, yeah. whether it's Derek Johnson, whether it's S.G. and On, yeah. you know, whether it's me, it doesn't matter.
1: Yeah, and um, I'm kind of learning to sit back on that. Well, listen, I'm I'm looking at the clock. I want to get, get to some other areas. So, um, when we when you you would tell a quick version of the story where you ended up on a on a UK network kind of a station, I don't know what how you would describe. It. You can say the name of it. Uh, yeah. And, and Trump heard about it. So, talk about what you shared on that program that Trump heard about it. And he just mildly endorsed you after that, which is when you went viral. What was it that you shared, including what you talked about? Uh, if you remember on that show, you I talked do. about Yeah, I'll let you just go go with it. We've okay. got some clip here All in right. case you hit that. Um,
3: uh, it's GB News, which is the conservative mainstream. Station in the UK. And I have been doing media with CNBC, NBC, CNN, um, and BBC, BBC World Service ever since Trump came down the golden escalator.
1: Okay, wow.
3: So I am known in the UK, especially if someone wants to tear Trump apart. Or they have a Democrat on. They definitely want me so they can try and make fun of Trump and me at the same time. And this but, is a
1: conservative station that does. No,
3: this is this is overall. Okay? Okay,
1: okay. okay. All right.
3: GB News. In fact, I just got a call because I'm doing GB News at 4 a.m. Uh, Atlanta time um, to talk about the primary. But they said I. Uh, Your interviews are the ones that have gone more viral. I've had three that I've done that have gone viral more than any other interview. But my August 3rd one, which was I had I had been on Nigel Farage's show and um, and I know Nigel and I kept trying to talk him into letting me talk about the things that I finally got to talk about that morning on GB News. And what, it, it was the timing was brilliant because mm. Fannie Willis had filed the lawsuit against the 19 defendants. And I was able to say, one, if you look at the federal case, Jack Smith blew it. We thought that Trump might be charged with sedition or treason but they didn't charge him with that. And he has due process. Due process means that he can provide all the evidence. And if you think that the military does not have the goods on the 2020 election, then you're fooling yourself. And I likened it to think about Edward Snowden. If he could Think about the New York Times or the Washington Post that gets a tally in the states while the election is going, while the voting is happening. Yeah. If if they get it, do you really think the military hasn't got it?
1: I heard you say that on that show, and I didn't realize how, uh, I mean, you said it just like you said it there, but it was revolutionary almost because they're like, you know, and. <laughs> well, I, I don't want to interrupt you, but I mean, I'm just, it's just dumbfounding. But okay, now talk about uh, some of the other things you said on yes. that broadcast when you were Right.
3: I said that Biden is the legitimate president of the now bankrupt corporation.
1: <laughs> and that would have been something they had never heard. No, they hadn't. Point.
3: And then when I went on to explain about in 1871, how we had to join with the city of London, with the Vatican and become a corporation. And I, I, another time I'll be happy to go into the details of how that happened. It was traitors of the British who said that, yes, they were neutral. They said they were neutral in our civil war and they weren't. And they were feeding artillery to the South, because the bankers wanted to break the greenback in the North. And then when it came time that it all came out and it needed to be resolved, the City of London, which controls the wealth, the banks, and the trade around the globe, and has for centuries, centuries, 800 years. This city of
1: London does not mean London itself. It means a one-mile-square part of London called the city of London. Am I saying that right?
3: Exactly. And in 1066, William the Conqueror on Christmas Day issued the, the charter that they would be a sovereign entity. They had to keep getting it renewed, and by 1199, King John gave it to them without it needing to be renewed anymore. Mm. And they are immune from any transparency and from any human rights act. So who knows? You know, we know that the cabal does their different things. So I talked about that and how important it was for people to understand that we had been a corporation, and then I got to do I got to say one of my favorite things, which was admonishing the media. You guys made fun of Trump when you claimed he walked in front of the Queen. He did not think you all you guys do is think about
1: micro. Uh, describe, when you describe what happened, then I'm going to play the clip. And I okay. might play it a second time after that to make people come because okay. it goes by fast. But go ahead and All describe right. what we're going to look for okay. and then we'll play it.
3: Right. You have to think about micro expressions. Okay, And so when you see this, Trump waited and the queen flicked her hand. She had her glove on and she flicked her hand. And Trump took two steps and he stopped. Now, when you see where the queen was standing, she wasn't facing him or the direction he was, she was still facing the troops. Um, She could have just turned and taken two steps and been right next to him. But instead she walked behind him because that was the optic that was needed to let people know that he informed the queen that he was bankrupting the corporation.
1: Wow. Let's go and, ahead and play that clip and then we'll, yeah. we might play it a second time. Uh, go ahead and run that and see. I don't know if you can talk over it, then you can keep saying something. Well, let's go ahead. Okay. Here we go. Wow. And now, you know, I, that's the fourth or fifth time I've seen that. Uh, let me ask you this, and and I might play it one more time. But Jen, are you saying that back inside the castle, Trump had already informed her, "This is the way it's going down. We're moving on without the city yeah. of London anymore. And this is way it's. What, this is what I'm going to do out there. You're going to let me walk in front of you." And she went along with it. Is that kind of the way it went down?
3: It it pretty much is the way it went down. And it would have happened a few years earlier, but John Burkow, who was the speaker of the House of Commons, although he let Xi Jinping come and give a speech, he deemed Donald Trump so awful that he wouldn't let him. So when we go back to 2017, when Trump went on his world tour, Saudi Arabia, Israel, the Vatican, that, which I also talked about, was when he told the Pope, guess what? We're taking all of our gold back. You're not. I'm the, our-
1: uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut that out. I want to show that picture in a second. But can you hold that point? Just sure. where, when when they're walking, the band is playing live. And as they he gets away with walking in front of the queen, and she accepts it, all of a sudden, I hear the band playing Anchors Away, which is an American Navy song. Was that intentional? Of like, course, it
3: was in respect. But the thing is, let's play it again okay. so that people can see. And if you can play it a little slower, yeah, watch can... the Queen's hands.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, here we go. I love it. I love it. I guess it was... a. Uh... Uh, Anchor's Way was the second one. The first one was uh, the Air Force song, Off We Go Into the Wild Blue Leander, I'm pretty sure. So any fascinating. But you, you're but saying it, that was mostly respect. But anyway, the optic was preordained. They are both in on it.
3: Absolutely. Because they had walked there together. And if you watched her hands telling him to yeah. go, and then the media oh, he walked in front of the queen. No, she walked behind him and then came to his side.
1: Can I ask you this before we go to the Pope one? Is it yours? I don't know if you would know this or you're surmising that by the time we see this happen, this optic, the queen is begrudgingly going along with this because it's been taken from her and she has no power over it. No. Or is she playing along because she's agreeing, literally agreeing with it?
3: She's agreeing with it. And the thing is that the monarchy in, the, in uh, Britain, in the United Kingdom, is a constitutional monarchy. In the late 1600s, the cabal, the city of London, took over control after Charles I, Charles II, and James II used all the Brits' money. So then they brought the Bank of England into the city of London. The city of London is controlled by a Lord Mayor. And if the monarch wants to enter the city of London, they have to get permission from the Lord Mayor.
1: Really? It's a
3: sovereign state.
1: We would never have thought that. We would have thought whatever the queen does, she gets to do when she wants to do it, but not, not that one mile square city of London. Exactly.
3: Wow. Exactly.
1: Wow. Well, that let's talk about like the Vatican.
3: Just like the Vatican, okay. when all of that corruption, financial corruption was exposed, the Italian police and military, law enforcement and military could not enter because the Vatican City is also a separate state right in there with their own sovereignty. District of Columbia has its own constitution. When Trump filed the executive order 13848 and said foreign interference in our election, guess what? District of Columbia is foreign. It's not wow. part of the United States.
1: Wow. So he yes. knew wow. what he
3: was doing.
1: Yeah. And by that he took seized with that um, foreign interference, did he then seize control of d c would it, is that the way you would say it? Uh,
3: no um, no uh, okay. basically, because he declared a state of emergency, you know everything is still sort of in limbo okay uh Congress actually, our founders were very smart to say that Congress oversees it, but it is a separate police force. They don't really have control over the mayor. The mayor okay. is just like the Lord mayor for the city of London. Really? And, and yeah. that's, that's the behind the scenes aspect of it. Um, but the good part is that Trump knows as he said from the very beginning, we've got it all.
1: We've got it and all. And then
3: he knows they did it all.
0: Help Elijah Streams continue to reach people around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Visit ElijahStreams.com/slash give and become a partner today.
1: And let's talk about, yeah, he knows everything. Every time he said we have it all, I mean it meant way more than People would say, "Oh, Trump! He's always saying I'm the biggest, this, the best, that. We have everything. He meant he have all of it. It's all documented." Okay, back to this interview. While you were on the interview, now you're talking about the Pope, and there's a picture that I'm I'm I ha- I'm I like to see it with this smile because the Pope isn't smiling. Now I'm not anti-Catholic. Okay, this is not against Catholics, but uh, we went and got tell them tell the people what we went and did with 600. I'll let you say it.
3: Okay. So when he went to tell the Pope that because the Vatican was the bank, the city of London was the financial center and the U S had the military role. He went and told the Pope, we're not banking with you anymore. And he sent 650 planes to get all of our gold. It also meant that we wouldn't have to send some of our tax dollars to the city of London, because for 151 years, that's what was happening. That's one of the re- one of the was many it, reasons of our was debt. It,
1: are we saying that that uh, the the city of London was sending then more, some of that on to the Vatican, where they banked it as gold, or how did our gold um, get there? Uh, uh,
3: no, uh, they did not. We are tax dollars because the Federal Reserve is uh, Trump did make it part of the Treasury. It never was. It is controlled by the cabal. The cabal is the city of London, often referred to as the Crown Corporation. And that money went to those bankers. Whatever money we had or our gold reserves they went in to the Vatican Bank.
1: How do you? Uh, how did they get it? If you know, I don't even know if you know. It. How did the Vatican get our gold?
3: Because when we became a corporation in 1871, the requirement was that, as it was the three entities, yeah, that we had to use the Vatican Bank.
1: For our, our banking. They were our banker, you're saying.
3: Well, they were they were the, the holders of our gold
1: okay, and our them.
3: silver. And, yes.
1: And so we're good. Yes. Now, there, this picture, uh, show the picture. Uh, I think I can talk over it. So the Pope is not smiling. And look at the grin on Trump's face. This is when they what? Did they go to inform him of that? Is that what this picture is?
3: Oh, yes. Yes. He is just so unhappy.
1: Yeah, I mean, they got our gold, and I mean, they didn't even have an army to defend it, did they? Because they're 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 the Vatican City. It's like a tourist thing.
3: Exactly, exactly. That's and,
1: amazing. And,
3: but look at Trump's face. Have you <laughs> ever seen him look more elated? Yeah. I, I don't think I have.
1: Yeah. And again, folks, I want to say this again. I'm not anti-Catholic or anything. I'm not laughing at Catholics. I'm just saying... Uh, there's a, there's a lot of corruption at the highest level. One of our workers here uh, uh, is a Catholic. That we're, you know, and uh, I won't say his name because maybe he's saying I uh, don't tell everybody I'm I don't know. But uh, he, you know, he was saying he didn't. A lot of Catholics don't like Francis uh, very much. But we got the gold. And uh, I, what is it that I wanted to ask you about the gold? Ah, I had a question. Well, it, it, it left me, but it may come back to me on the gold thing. But, okay. but we have it now. Theoretically, it's here somewhere in the in the United States. Is that is that the... Yes. Okay. Yes,
3: theoretically.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Who knows where it is? But um, um, what else would you like to say about what went on? By 1871, by the way, you didn't mention Ulysses S. Grant, but he was... He won the Civil War through the the military side. Of became president. He signed. He was the initial signer in 1871. I think. Uh, well, the,
3: yeah, he was. The thing is that what went on during our Civil War was a strategic effort to bankrupt the North using the fiat currency, because he talked the. When I say he, the city of London cabal bankers talked the U.S. into telling the people, the citizens, that if they turned over their gold, they got the exchange of fiat currency, but they would be paid back with gold or silver. Well, guess what? We had no gold or silver. They bankrupted us, and that was how they conned us into it. And we could have used the 14th Amendment when we found out Britain was not neutral during the Civil War. Okay. But they also outsmarted Ulysses S. Grant by forcing it to be solved in an international court. That really? made our constitution invalid. And that also subjected every other country that has a dispute with another country, they have to deal with it in an international court.
1: Instead of just settling it between right. them.
3: Right. If we they purposely did not want us to use our 14th amendment. And so we have, and and when I say corporation, um, I don't mean it as a business. It's a governing body, just like yeah. a company has a board of director, directors. Yeah. It is a governing body, not all the things that we associate with a business corporation.
1: Can you talk for a minute about... Um... It's been said all around, and I believe it. I don't even know if there is such a thing as 5D chess. There probably is, but that's a term people have been using, that Trump they're saying Trump plays 5D chess. He's so many moves ahead. Can you talk about what you've observed or or opinions or anything about that aspect of Trump, that he could um, even help well, strategize this?
3: Uh, 5D chess, uh, part of it is game theory. Okay. And, um, but when, when we say that about Trump, it really means that he sees things and how they'll play out in so many different levels before other people. I mean, you could go back to his 1999 interview with Tim Russert. 25-minute interview. It's great. People should watch it. And he was talking about the problems. You can go back to 1980 with Rona Barrett, who was the gossip columnist, who asked him, uh, wouldn't you sacrifice your life for this country? And he said, well, I would, but the public is not ready to hear the truth. They only want someone telling them lies with a smile on their face.
1: It's so true. And I remember him being on Oprah. I remember seeing the clip, not that I remembered it at the time, but she said, do you want to run for president? He was a much younger man. It was like 35 years ago or something. He may have been 35 at the time. And he said, his answer, I'm pretty sure I remember this correctly. He said, only if I have to. And, And I saw in that clip, a man that even at that young age knew he was the solution for this problem, but it had to get worse. That's what that means. Only if I have to. Right. You know? And so he was the, the American public, if you will, seems to have gone along with.
3: Yes. And, and going back to the 1999 interview, he left the Republican Party and joined the Reform Party. Okay. Tim Russert asked him, are you going to run for president? He said, I don't know, and I'll only do it if I know I can win. Okay. Then if you fast forward to Jerome Corsi, both okay. in his book and in speeches, he revealed that Trump, was recruited by the military and so probably the most important thing i can say about this is when i hear people go when's the military when is something going to happen it's 7 years we no 800 years of the cabal Whoa.
2: Whoa.
3: 800 years of the cabal 800 years with generations and they have slowly been Destroying our soul, destroying our sanity, breaking up the family, wanting us divided. I mean, why if you, I mean, Gloria Steinem worked for the CIA.
1: She did. Yes. She did? Yes. The, fem, the feminist, Gloria the Steinem? feminist
3: worked for the CIA. Now, there alone is why, when you're pushing women into the workplace, supporting them, why do you have to make men bad? But that's what they did.
1: That was her and assignment, do you think? Is that what you're saying? I, I don't
3: know if it was her assignment. I, I'll tell you what, Steve. I'm going to go back and look okay. at the videos. Okay. And next time I'm on, I'll yeah, let you know. let's do
1: that. Let's yes. totally do that. Yes. That's, I mean, let's talk about it. I'm looking at our time here. We're doing good. Uh, where do I want to go? There's so many. Um, let's talk about. Just before we came on the air, you said there was a quote where somebody was called, was cur- currently calling Trump commander in chief. Do you want to talk about that? I don't know if we uh, have a clip of that. They were going to see if they could make a clip out of that article, um, but I don't see anything, any notes here. Okay. There it is. There it is.
3: Yeah. Okay. So what he wrote, and, and I'll read the first paragraph. Okay. That the current wartime president Trump, the current wartime president Trump, Is our retribution for high treason and democide by the corrupt rogue government element, the who, this is total obliteration of the globalist deep state. Now, this is really important, what I'm going to read, because the people that have a problem with Trump about the vaccine, this clarifies things or starts to. So in the year 2023, it has become evident that the COVID psyop was meticulously planned and executed long before its implementation. From 2020 until the present day, influential traders and demociders such as Fauci, Biden, the WHO, the World Economic Forum, Bill Gates the swiss health minister and president alain berset emmanuel macron trudeau and numerous other individuals in positions of power within governments organizations ngos military factions Gee. and the medical field wow. have actually worked against the welfare of humanity
1: and that's that same gentleman that we just showed he continued that,
3: that is just the part that is part of that article. I can't
1: believe he's a a mainstream financial channel, and they're letting him say that. How does that happen?
3: I know, but these are the signs. That's what I tell people, is that these are the signs that we're breaking through. The motive behind their actions becomes clear when we examine their unified support for the injection of a bioweapon disguised as an experimental mRNA gene-altering substance to over 5.7 billion individuals worldwide. Oh, um, and so, yes, yeah. If we can put up the link to that, because...
1: Yeah, if there's a, believe, if you guys can yeah. find that, it's a CNBC article, so you should be able to find it in a few minutes. That's stunning, but, and he's... You know, I can't even emphasize that enough this is a mainstream financial news network cnbc oh, yes oh man i mean who it seems like with that the other channels do, let me do ask you this because you may or may not have an i've been told by some patriots who are claimed to know that the white hats that would be trump etc et all the the military uh, the good guys are now finally in control of the media? Do you kind of believe that no. either is true or is we just sort of illustrated no. that you don't? Okay.
3: No. Um, and and when we're again trying, are the white hats in control? Are the black hats in control? What's going on? Reaction or action? Reaction counter reaction. That's the way life goes. Okay. And. And I don't even know if that's important to contemplate okay. because when we get signs that CNBC yeah. USA and this, I I printed it off. It is nine pages. It is a that's long card.
1: David Stevens is the reporter. David Stevens, Pascal Najati, well, it's a long name. Global U.S. military operations uh, uh, hashtag Storm Reality in 2024. Wow, what a long name! That's a that is stunning. What is that? Is that gold?
3: It's a picture of our gold.
1: Where where does it? Where does it say that is?
3: Um, well, uh, that's uh that. that, Let me see (laughs) if I can do that. That's. That's our There's
1: military. Military. Yeah, they got it. Yeah, I mean, Fort Knox isn't out of military. It used to be in Fort Knox. I don't know if it's there anymore. But
3: uh, uh, some of it.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
3: There's a that's, lot of it, so it can't all be in Fort Knox.
1: Let's talk about, um, we've talked about this a couple of times. Do you still believe, and I'm trying to remember how you said it the last time you were on there, I believe you said at the time you felt like the w- awakeness was at about 66%. Wow. That's been a month plus or go maybe two. What would you say? Have we progressed? Are more people awake? Or I call new?
3: I Steve, it is the depth of the awakeness that yeah. I am more concerned about. Okay. And that depth is growing. Good. The more people that are in that group that are genuinely asking the questions yeah. that are going through the shock. Yeah. Um, I, they are the ones, and it really depends on how quickly they get it, what resistance comes up because it's too shocking for them. But I also believe I said, I'm not in agreement with Wano Saban, who says we have to be past 80%. They're not looking at that. That is not... I'm I'm on the task force that's taking the temperature and I have no idea how to do that. What it is is when things are happening, how are people reacting? When... Is truth coming out and what are the vehicles like CNBC USA.com yeah.
2: to have
3: that when Trump supported McCarthy to be speaker, and people say, but he supported him. Of course he did. Because we had to see him in a leadership position Yeah, to know what a duplicitous panderer he was, is.
1: Was it when you say that, because you talked about him being duplicitous last time, were you saying that so that we, the people, could find out or and Trump already knew, let's say? Or did Trump need to see it in that position so he would know? Oh,
3: oh no. Trump, Trump, Trump is knew? wise to people.
1: He's okay, very he, he wise
3: was. to people. And uh, he, McCarthy and McConnell, when I think we had a lockdown in 2017, And what they did is they snuck in a sentence or two that gave control to the local county or cities where the border wall was to be built, but those counties or cities had first right of refusal. So they are just as responsible as this Biden administration,
1: really, for what
3: is happening to our country?
1: We let it, um,
3: and that was a pressure. It was a con job on on Trump.
1: I want to say this, you know, as we're, as we're closing out uh, to my Christian brothers and sisters. Okay, I'm 68 years old, born in '55. From the time I was old enough to remember, the people that taught me last day events were saying one day there's going to be a one-world government, there's going to be this move, and there's going to be a one-world government. Everything we, all the laws we passed were to try and, or, or agree to, or not agree to, had to do with making sure we didn't have this one-world government. And only in the last year or two, and this year especially, by the time I was born, we were already under a one-world government. Now that I look back, the, the cabal was already owned us. Own most of the leaders. You're nodding your head. I mean, yes, we're, folks, we're not trying to stop a one-world government to, from coming. We're trying to take them out because they've been here for decades and decades. I mean, do you agree with that's that?
3: Exactly. That's very, very succinctly put.
0: Yes, that's exactly it. Like what you're hearing. Help us continue to make Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Head to ElijahStreams.com/slash/give now. Back to the show.
1: It's just like, I mean, uh, the other day we were on the show. In fact, let's just, I better, let me do this. Uh, This is 1994, David Rockefeller, part of the Cabal leadership. Okay, put that up there, the 1994 word. Uh. Uh, And this one's was on your site. That's, no, the other one, the other one. There you go. We're on the verge of a global transformation. He says, all we need is the right major crisis and the nations will accept the new world order. That's 1995. The new world order was already there. He just trying to get universal acceptance of it. Like, okay, we agree. No, we don't agree. Right. No, we don't agree.
3: And why did Fauci and Gates in 2017 say that Trump was going to have to deal with a pandemic? Why in September 2019 did, with John Hopkins, uh, the Gates Foundation, the WHO run a simulation of a worldwide pandemic, and why did it hit just a few months later?
1: It's just it was it in front. It was pre-planned. Yeah, oh, it and, was.
3: And if I can add, Steve. Yeah,
1: please. Do.
3: I, um, what I like about it is that they didn't fully succeed because they had thought that Hillary Clinton would be the third Obama administration. So she'd have four years to totally destroy America, but that didn't happen. And so the pressure on the world economic Forum: oh, you'll be happy, you won't own anything, et cetera, um they rushed into it. But again, don't be upset with Trump about pushing the vaccine because if he hadn't, if you go back to Fauci, and Fauci was saying, Oh, we can't have a vaccine, it'll take, you know, anywhere from five to seven years, they had already worked out the vaccine because Bill Gates and Fauci are two names on the patent from 2017 um, Trump saw through it and that was key and really forgive him because, and you really, you have to forgive him because when the vaccines were distributed, he was gone. So whatever, whatever that corrupt, military part, and Fauci, and the who did to the vaccines, that is not on Trump.
1: Yeah. Well, and I know that they've, you know, I, my hope and prayer, and I do believe this, that there's technology coming along really soon that's going to help people get over the what's been put into their blood. I can't guarantee it. I don't know that for sure, but I believe it. You know, a lot of the patriot channels do believe that they're going to come out with these med beds, and I believe it too. I just wish they'd hurry up because the people got this stuff in their systems, and you know, hopefully they'll come up with a way to get it out of their systems. But uh, God knows, and the rest of us pray. One last thing: Um, is it your thought, impression, or knowledge that when, when Trump quote lost the 2020 election? Did he know full well, even a year or two in advance, that this yes. was going to be stolen? He he went along with it. I mean, he still fought it, but he knew it was going to be well, taken.
3: he, on the surface, presented as if he fought it. Yeah. Because the military actually convinced him to run. They had wanted to get rid of Obama because they knew what Obama was doing to our country. When they were able to convince Trump to run, they made sure in 2016 that the ways in which the fraud had occurred for decades in our elections did not happen. What shocked the Hillary campaign was the fact that they never expected Trump to get so many legitimate votes. I mean, they were already threatened and that's why Russia, Russia, Russia came about. Yeah. They never expected. So if we go back to September 12th, 2018, when the executive order 13848 and he talks about fraudulent elections, he knew it would happen in 2018. Wow. He knew it was going to happen in 2020. And the Democrats are just so manipulative and they've got the media behind. One year before, they kept saying, Well, if Trump loses, he's not going to leave the White House. He was always planning on leaving the White House.
1: Yeah. And yeah.
3: All of this has, has been planned. And um, so let me give a plug for Double Crossfire. It is fiction. That's nonfiction written by General AJ Tata, who was number three at the Department of Defense. And the antagonist is a woman who ran for president and lost. And she organizes a group of assassins to kill the Speaker of the House, the Vice President, and the President so that she can then be president. If you want to understand, Real military actions, machinations, political stuff. This this is nonfiction.
1: I've never heard this before. Of, and are you referring to Hillary Clinton? Or are you referring?
3: Well, well, I did an interview with General Tata. Okay, and and he said he was thinking of Hillary Clinton, and I said, "You sure not Nancy Pelosi?" Because. Nancy was working on getting rid of Trump so she
1: could move in. She would have been next in line if the vice president and the president were taken out. She would have been president.
3: Exactly. So it is, it's a great book. If you want hope and understanding of the way things work, General Tata, he's another seer. He sees things in advance. I read the book in 2019.
1: Really? Really?
3: Yes. And it will give you hope.
1: Wow. This is just phenomenal. Do you, and let me go. So way back in uh, this last, let me just go drill down a little bit more. When he took office in January 20 of 2017, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Do you think way back then he knew he was going to do four years and then be have it stolen the second way? Was it that far? Yeah. Yes. Advance? No. Yes. Wow. That's, that's just like, Wow,
3: he when he entered in 2017, he said we've got it all. How how could he say that? And he said it's so early in 2017
1: because
3: he had it all.
1: We didn't know how to the degree that he was working with the military, and I guess that's the that's the understanding. We're not trying to cover that up. The military talked him into running. The military was working with them all along from that point on, right? Right. Is that okay?
3: Absolutely. But the military has been trying to find someone with the right backbone to bankrupt the corporation. But also, why do you think the cabal killed JFK? He was trying to do exactly what Trump is doing. So that was 60 years ago.
1: Yeah. And
3: yeah. so that's why I tell people this is not just seven years. No, it is even, even more than 60 years. But I go back all the way 800 years in understanding how the manipulation happened in the city of London and
1: um, uh, we were yeah. talking with Johnny Enlow yesterday and I was uh, kind of just gotten on my high horse and I said, Trump is our uh, Margaret Thatcher. He's our Churchill. He's our um, Ron- I didn't say Ronald Reagan. I should have said that he's our he's our uh, Abraham Lincoln and he's our John F. Kennedy. You know, John F. Kennedy yes. had said and put it in writing or his speech was that he was going to splinter the CIA in a thousand pieces. And they took him out. You know, I—if only there had been a better plan to keep him safe. But now we got another chance, and this time, um, what? What can you say about? I mean, even Trump and their people keep putting it out there that they're going to try and assassinate Trump. They're going to, you know, cash Patel different. They keep putting that out, and I keep thinking, are they sure you want to just keep saying that? What? What are your thoughts about I,
3: that? I, I don't even want those words to yeah, come I, out of I, my mouth.
1: I agree with you on that. Uh, I really do. You know,
3: it's like predictive programming. Yeah. Um, There have been, when Trump left office, they at that point had circumvented 67 assassination attempts. When,
1: when Trump left by that time?
3: By that time. There were 67 that wow. they circumvented. When he was at Mar-a-Lago, and I believe it was February, and you can look for the Palm Beach uh, report, Trump did not want the Secret Service to make a formal report. So there's notice, uh, maybe not a report, but in the newspaper or something. but. They think that it was a drone that tried to shoot Trump in his bedroom. And fortunately enough, they had put bulletproof glass around Mar-a-Lago.
1: Wow. And maybe maybe on the ceiling, too, so something couldn't hit from above. They, my gosh. Well, you know what, folks? Mm-hmm. That's why we got to keep our president, our current president, Donald Trump, who is both president and commander in chief. We can certainly say he's commander in chief and in my view he never stopped being president. So uh but we need to continue to lift him up in prayer. And Lord knows I sure do it almost every day, man. And I I know a lot of people are praying for him and that that's no small thing. We keep him lifted. If they had done that to Kennedy, he might not have ever been taken out if the, the level of people that are praying that I can tell you are praying for his life and prosperity and this family and all that but dr jen thank you so much this is very good very hard hitting we need to have you back and keep us uh, awake wide awake We need to be wide well, awake.
3: next time i come back i will tell you how the climate change who started it and in fact he wanted to write a fiction book about it and who really? he convinced yes
1: wow yeah that'd be awesome that'd be awesome okay Dr. J, thank you so much. Hey, tomorrow is Gene Ho. Do you know Gene, Dr. He's the- uh, Oh, wait, yes, George. Yeah, George. He he publishes George. He's going to be on tomorrow. We'll talk with him about, uh, it may not be as hard hitting as this, but we're going to get a lot of insight information on President Trump and uh, all the things that Gene Ho is doing with that, the George magazine. It used to be published by JFK Jr., who founded it, went out of publication, of course, at his death, and now Now, Gene is resurrected. I I don't even know the story how that came to be, but it's going to be very interesting to hear that. So,
3: well, and Gene Ho was the official photographer for Trump during his pregnancy. So, uh, I'm tuning in.
1: Very, very good.
3: Yeah.
1: All right, you you and your
3: team, happy new year because I was with you with happy holidays and it's just such a delight to
1: always be with you it is as with you as well i very very much look forward to it you know a lot of them things i do i don't get nervous about it, but i wanted to do this one right today and i was really nervous for this show I won't be, not because of how it would go but i wanted to hit the right stuff so i kind of think we did that i, I do, really too. do so yeah. god bless you dr jan and you ho know, tomorrow god bless you everybody and have a great day we'll see you at 11 in the morning bye-bye. god
0: bless you bye-bye this has been Elijah Streams. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can listen to the Elijah Streams Podcast at ElijahStreams.com on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Join us live every weekday at eleven AM Pacific time at ElijahStreams.com on Rumble and Facebook. Elijah Streams is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahStreams.com slash give to become a partner today.